Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And we're asking for Trey Biddy. So, Trey, you having a good uh, Thursday? Yeah, except my invite to the Christmas party got lost in the mail, I guess. <laughs> but that's not a surprise because my invite to the golf tournament gets lost in the mail every year, too. So. Well, yeah, I just nice figured to, Nice that, to be thought of. Hey, we're up here in northwest Arkansas, so I figure here we are, and uh, yeah, everybody else gets to go. And that's great. I hope they have a great time. And I'm sure they've, uh, I'm sure they're underway by now. So, you know, but we still get to talk about Razorback. At least send us an invite. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you RSVP? Yes, we can. We can't be there. So it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Well, any Razorback news today? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Zach Zymus entered the transfer portal. He had not previously announced that he was entering. Uh, not that it was a surprise at all. He was. Um, you know, with the third group most of the season and, you know, even with the injuries that they had in the, in the secondary, uh, really didn't ever factor in. Uh, so uh, it's, it's a good move for Zach. He, he, you know, if he wants to play, probably needs to move on and uh, hopefully he finds a good place. Obviously, a lot of the news going around today um, about Dow Loggins and uh, the uh, opening at, at South Carolina, offensive coordinator opening. Yesterday, you know, you read South Carolina websites and you know talking to some of the people over there it almost feels like it's a done deal and then today doesn't feel as much like it's a done deal but still definitely feel like it's trending in that direction um so that's definitely something to watch uh loggins is you know he's been an ace recruiter for arkansas i mean yeah and you start you start having to think about you know the guys that he's recruited (laughs) right now because it's it's i mean Shamar Easter, who's the top guy in the class. Uh, Micah Tease, who's a four-star wide receiver. Luke Has, who's some services have the top guy in the class. Jaden Ham, Quincy Rhodes. You know, these are all these are all um, Loggins guys, guys that he leads for in recruiting. You're talking about, you know, probably five of the top six or seven recruits in the class are are guys that Loggins wow. goes after, and so. You know, if you get people that are like, ah, oh, you know, tight ends coach, not too worried about it, whatever. Um, you know, wait till you have some of your top recruits start visiting other schools and stuff. So uh, it'll be interesting to follow what happens with those guys, obviously, and Loggins in the South Carolina job. Um, and I, I do I know thought... that he's he is scheduled to be in Eudora, Kansas, tomorrow to to visit with Jaden Ham. So. Uh, that's still on the docket. And then yesterday he was um, in Bixby uh, visiting with Luke Haz. So, and, and, and uh, so that's, you know, he's still recruiting for Arkansas and everything, but he's mm-hmm. definitely mentioned a lot. And then, you know, the other conversation, obviously, who's going to be Arkansas's defensive coordinator. Uh, we figured, obviously, everything out with uh, with Souders and the, uh, the strength and conditioning coach uh, the other day. And now it's who's going to replace uh, Barry Odom as defensive yeah. coordinator at Arkansas. And, um, you know, Trey Scott's a guy that gets mentioned a little bit. Uh, Jim Leonard, uh, who I think is going to have a ton of – if it's Leonard, 
it, it would be a while, I think, because he's he's going to have options from you know head coaching possibilities to you know other defensive coordinator jobs. Um, so, but there's a few names that's popped up here and there, but nothing that I would say I would be willing to latch onto. I th- I, th- I think they're they're still very early in the process of determining who will be the next defensive coordinator. I think it'll be a little while off before we know. Trey, I thought that initially when South Carolina was talking about offensive coordinator that Bryles' name was actually getting mentioned. Yeah. And if so, then maybe Dell Loggins be the offensive coordinator here. Well, if that doesn't happen and Bryles stays, what would it take for Pittman? You can't make them both co- uh, offensive coordinators. What would it take for him to keep Loggins? Can you name him assistant head coach, or is there, is there something else he could do to, to keep him here? I don't know that if there is. I mean, money talks. <laughs> so yeah, right. uh, you know, and he loves Arkansas. That, this is where he played. Yeah, sometimes that comes with a title. There's no question that he loves it here and wants to be here, and you know, has always thought about returning here. At the same time, you know, you're in your 40s and you want to be an offensive coordinator. Yeah, and you know, uh, now maybe you could envision a scenario where uh, this was actually from a South Carolina poster uh, on the Big Spur. Uh, he was talking about, so, you know, we're going to bring Dow Loggins in here, you know, kick the tires with him and see if he's any good and then, you know, <laughs> test him out. And then Arkansas just brings him back. Is that what's going to happen? So maybe something yeah. like that would end up happening. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, certainly hope the best for him. He's a former Razorback. Yeah. and oh, and a great guy. Want, yeah. want the best things for him. Um, selfishly, you want to keep him also because he has been – an outstanding recruiter. I mean, he's he's probably been Arkansas's top recruiter. I mean, you look at the guys that he has on board right now, uh, it's it's an impressive list. He's the only assistant coach that all my years of working Razorback uh, football broadcasts comes into the booth and fist bumps us before the game every time. Mm-hmm. So you got to like Dow Loggins. Oh, okay, yeah. we got I've, every every interaction I've had with him, he always oh, seems to go out great. of his way to come talk to me, say hello, and. That's not always the case, with, the case with coaches. That's right. Okay, we got some callers. So Clay, you've held a long time. No, you haven't. So yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to let's go to Roe. Hi, Roe. Thanks for calling. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? We're doing great. Good. Hope you are. All right. First off, I want to start this off by Trey. Uh, even when I was working there, I didn't get invited to Pittsburgh party, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Se- se- second off. Um, why don't we name? Why don't we just make Dowell co-offensive coordinator? We know that uh, Brown's not going to be here much longer either. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. give Dowell that co-offensive coordinator name, give him a bump in pay, you know, entice him to stay around, you know, so he can see the writings on the wall. Because it's one difference between us and a lot of successful programs around the country is when they run into coaches like this, they make it very, very hard for those coaches to leave i.e. Uh, a Brian Hardline at Ohio State or Jim Leonard at Wisconsin before before now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So guys like Loggins that, that has proven that middle. I mean, he's a Razorback through and through. And he's our best, one of our best recruiters on staff, if not the best recruiter on staff. You have to make it sweet for him to stay in Fayetteville. And I, I think we need to uh, – we, we possibly need to make that happen. But that's not why I call I need to know defensive coordinator information, uh, Mr. Trey Biddy. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what we got on that? I, I need some smoke. I need some calm. I need some rumors, something that your sister, cousin, boyfriend, 
<laughs> best friend told him, I need something, man. Because one thing I understand is if we don't we don't have a DC in place soon, we're gonna lose out in this transfer portal, and we're gonna lose. I think we'll lose our big. So what you got, Trey? And I'm gonna hang up and listen. All right, Ro. Okay, so Trey, what has your cousin's best friend's girlfriend told you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have one of those, um, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of that's a lot of people in between. Um, right. So the thing of it is is my job is to report the news, right? And I can't really make it. So to me, there's just not a whole lot right now. The Trey Scott thing, I think, has legs uh, as, as being a possibility. In fact, um, I've heard that interviews are going to start, you know, very soon, uh, but they haven't had one yet, like an official interview with a, a defensive coordinator. And obviously this is a pretty busy time with, recruiting and things like that too so you've got a lot going on all at once Um, but as far as I can tell there's not really any news right now I know that they have reached out to Jim Leonard okay we know that's happened Um, I I believe pretty firmly that Trey Scott is involved for those who don't know Trey Scott uh, he's defensive line coach at Georgia Uh, he was there with Pittman he is from El Dorado, Arkansas. He played at Arkansas Tech, so he's got a lot of connections around here and kind of viewed as an up-and-comer guy um, in the business. Uh, Glenn Schumann is another guy at Georgia who's been mentioned. He's the co-defensive coordinator there. He makes $800,000 a year, um, so not like the prime sole defensive coordinator, so that's one thing. But uh, at the same time, I mean, he probably enjoys – coaching the best athletes in college football. Uh, A guy that I'm really intrigued with is Ryan Walters. Uh, I don't have anything that connects him to Arkansas just yet. I just know that when you talk about, you know, a younger guy, he's 36, uh, who has done a pretty darn good job. Uh, He's Illinois defensive coordinator, and they were number one in the country in scoring defense at 12.3 points a game and um, second in the nation total defense, 263.8 yards a game. So that's a guy that I think that, you know, hasn't popped up necessarily that I think is intriguing. Then, of course, there's, you know, Derek Mason at Oklahoma State who makes one point million there. Uh, Todd Grantham's a defensive analyst at Alabama. He's been all over the place in his career. He's a little older, Mm -hmm. 56. Um, And then, you know, all the way down to, you know, I wouldn't say down to Zach Arnett, but, you know, he's at Mississippi State and has produced a really solid defense for an offense that really you wouldn't consider as conducive uh, to that. Jay Bateman, I think, might be another guy, former Brawls Award candidate, um, who uh, was defensive coordinator at North Carolina and Army and um, uh, uh, co-defensive coordinator at uh, UNC, actually. Uh, but he was the, the main guy. But he's inside linebackers coach at Florida now. Um, you know, so they're all the way down to probably Lance um, – Lance Guidry, who I mentioned yesterday, Marshall defensive coordinator. Marshall had, like, one of the top ten defenses in the country uh, last year. And, um, you know, but he doesn't have any – he would be more of a reach. So would Trey Scott since he hasn't been a defensive coordinator. So, you know, I've kind of explored all the options, guys that are really well established, uh, guys that might be considered a reach, and guys that, you know, have been around the block and maybe a little bit older. Uh, You know, those are kind of the the three groups of candidates that you would consider. But – from what I can gather right now, you're not going to hear anything about a defensive coordinator tomorrow or the next day or probably even the next day after that. Um, you know, I, I still think they're pretty early on in the process here of, of finding out. So that's why that's why I don't have a whole lot of news unless we just get totally blindsided. Well, those were but a I lot do of know names. those two things that Scott – I believe Scott is involved 
and I know that they at least reached out to Leonard. It's just if it's Leonard, I think that process would take a while because he's going to have a lot of suitors. Which means that it could be uh, after the signing date, and you, you'd, you'd love to do it before then if you could. And Ideally, also means... you'd want to make sure you do this before, you know, you want to have at least a week before you have to pull them off the road. You'd like to be able to put the defensive coordinator out in front of the recruits. Right, and I think there are bowl games sign. on the 27th of December, so that certainly inhibits that. Okay, well, let's go to Alan. Alan, thanks for calling. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, nice to be on the show with you all tonight. Uh, I just want to ask Trey, what, and I'll hang up after I ask the question, what, what would you think about somebody like a Derek Mason or a uh, yeah. Charlie Strong as defensive coordinator? Thanks, guys. I'll hang up with you. Wow, where is Charlie Strong Strong would be the oldest guy at 62. Yeah, where Um, is he? I'm not even sure where he is, but, I I, I mean, we've talked Charlie Strong as a defensive coordinator at Arkansas for the last 20 years. (laughs) That's right. He went from 42 to 62 as a candidate. How about that? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, but Derek Mason is somebody I think you would have to be intrigued with. I love Derek Mason. I can remember SEC media days, and part of that's because he's coach at Vanderbilt, but he would go around to every single radio station and offer his services. They want to do an interview with him. Mm. And he was the only coach that you would ever see doing that. Um, and so, you know, dude's got a lot of energy. Obviously, he was defensive coordinator at Stanford before he got the Vanderbilt job. Vanderbilt's a tough gig, obviously, eventually got fired, but he was there for a pretty good while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then defensive coordinator at Auburn and left Auburn. He was set to make, I think, $1.5 million at Auburn and left Auburn to go take the job at uh, at Oklahoma State for less money, $1.1 million, which I believe was the highest they'd ever paid an assistant coach uh, in the history at Oklahoma State. So uh, that was a big deal for them. But, I, I mean, that was the guy that I would – I would reach out to. The one thing I think you could run into a bit of a problem, like for a guy that's maybe trying to get like Mason, who, you know, obviously probably wants to be a head coach again, or, um, you know, maybe a guy who's a big name up and comer is Arkansas is heading, Arkansas is six and six, and they're heading into their fourth year uh, under Pittman. And to me, I could see how a guy in that position who's just thinking about elevating his stock might be leery of that because, I mean, as much as we all like Sam Pittman, we know that you can't go six and six back to back years. They got to win next year, or it could be, it could get a lot uglier. I mean, just looking ahead, and I'm sure Pittman knows that too. So that would be one thing that I would, you know, look at and say, I could see how you know somebody might be a little leery of that, um, you know, because year four is. I mean, it's your money year, right? It's uh, yep. you got to get it done. Then it's people always bring up contract stuff, but you get a contract extension and a raise. Every That's two right. Years, they, they'll pay off contracts. It drives me right. crazy when people say, "Why did they give him money?" Because everyone does. That's what. <laughs> That's, that's right. just how it's done. You're either going to fire them or you extend them and give them a raise. It's just every two years. So you're coming up on another situation like that after next year. And, you know, they'll ask themselves that, you know, is this is this something we want to move forward with? And I think everybody's hoping Sam Pittman because everybody really seems to like Sam Pittman. Oh, I do too, yeah. Hoping yeah. that it works out for him. But yeah. the bottom line is you got to win. And yeah. so, you know, that's okay. that's one thing I think people could be looking at a little bit. So we'll see how that how that materializes. 
By the way, Trey, our friend Mike Loggins grew up one street over from Trey Scott in Crossit. So he wanted to make sure that, that right? we got Crossit on there. Yeah. So, and Mike is a, he's one of our most faithful listeners, I must say. And, of course, great baseball player at Arkansas. So from Crossit. Okay, oh, did, I, did I mix that up? He's not from El Dorado. I might have. No, he's not across. There's so many names in my head right now from <laughs> transfer portal to coaching yeah, searches. Of course. And yeah. I might have missed the. So I apologize. No problem. He was I missed very the, nice. The hometown. To everyone in Crossit. <laughs> okay. Let's go to. I don't think he's from Crossit, but let's go to Rick. Hi, Rick. You're on the air. Well, where did you Hi, say guys. he's from? You. you said he was next door to. Lived next door to him in Crossit. Yeah, in Crossit. No, I'm saying I'm saying Rick's not from Crossit. But Rick's on the air. How's that? I'm just, yeah, Trey, I'm talking about Trey Scott, yeah. Yes, okay. Trey Scott from Cross. All right, All Rick right, from Rick. wherever you're from. You're All on. Right. Well, I'm not interested in the defensive coordinator job, so you okay. don't need to talk about me. But okay. I would like to ask, uh, Trey, you were talking about the defensive coordinator at Illinois and a couple of other schools. I'm wondering just how much influence does a defensive coordinator have on the statistics, the players that are out on the field? Isn't it the quality of the players and the individual coaches, the linebackers, the back, the secondary that really do the, the work? But it, it, you've got to have good players in order to have a good defense. Oh, of course. How does a defensive coordinator? All right, Rick. Let's give Trey about thirty seconds or maybe twenty seconds to answer. We can hear the music. Thanks for the call. Not sure exactly what he's asking, but everybody he's asking, works together. Got to have good players. How much is the coach responsible for the results? Well, a significant portion. <laughs> That's right. You got to have him in the right position. <laughs> yeah, That's position it. coach is important. The players are important, and the, co- yep. the guy who's coordinating the whole thing is—they're all. You Probably gotta have it important. all. Gotta have it all. And we have it all when we get Trey Biddy on every day. Back tomorrow.